0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Totally Talking Sports, episode fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. I have the, I have the episode this week. Last week I did not.
1: Grief, I know.
0: Last week I blamed him and he wasn't here. So, <laughs>
1: um,
0: hey, well, he was kind of here. He was kind of here. He was kind of here. Even um, though we didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah, for um, in
1: yeah. case you guys didn't check out last week's episode, uh, make sure you go on there because there's a very special um, guest appearance.
0: Yeah, and uh, you'll know when it's happening. Yeah, if you don't, you're retarded. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so last week was fun. Uh, this week we have a lot to talk about that's not football, so that's great. <laughs> it's great for us. We'll touch a little bit on football, nothing crazy, just some headlines that we didn't get to, as far as. The NFL goes. We just talked about the games in in the other in uh, the week fourteen recap, uh, as well as uh, some college football, but nothing like the last two weeks as far as getting super in depth. So should be a much more diverse episode for us. Uh, before we get into anything though, well, I, actually I'll just say I'll preview it. It's going to be essentially just one long Kyle sports news. That's what this episode. Yeah, is
1: yeah. Be. You know, I wouldn't even really justify it as a Kyle sports news. I think this is going to be an overall sports news episode. Yeah, that's fair. It's a Kyle and Logan sports news. There we go. There we go. All right. So because uh, I have little to no notes at all. That's fair. And when I say little, I mean none. Okay. So, but it's just stuff that, you know, that's been happening and we haven't talked about it. We haven't really gotten into it. So this is going to be a big uh, catch up episode for us.
0: All right. So uh, before we get into any sports talk, Kyle, how you been?
1: Hey, man, you know, I've been all right. Um, I just got back. I was in Kansas last weekend yep. for a wedding. Um, your boy does not like to fly. But I'll tell you what. <coughs> having to fly four times in three days, um, I don't know. It got easier. That last one, I was like, Yeah, the you more you what? do it, the yeah, easier it gets. You know? Um, and then we hit turbulence. And I went, oh, this is why I fucking hate flying. Uh, but no, overall, it was great. Um, my buddy Daniel got married. Uh, it was amazing that I was able to be there. Meant a lot to him, meant a lot to me. Um, I was able to fly out there with my buddy Beshoy, So, you know, I haven't seen him in a while either. So it was just nice catching up with, you know, some of the guys from back home and that I haven't seen in a long time. And um, absolutely beautiful wedding, uh, awesome. beautiful church. Um, it was a okay. very religious uh, Catholic wedding. And I mean, I grew up Catholic, you know, so I know a little bit of like the, uh, you know, traditions and what you're supposed to be doing. But it was beautiful church. I uh, met the bride for the first time, lovely lady. And uh yeah, so flew back Sunday and then back to work obviously. Yep. Monday up until today. Um, I've been now assigned the uh the uh the MCs, the marketing consultants that okay. I'm assisting. Okay. So there's two teams. We have two sales managers, Patty and Ronda. I'm on Patty's team, so it's been finally announced who I'm going to. Um and, I mean, it, it was cool. I mean, they're all cool there. Yeah. Um, but I got paired up with four people that I think I'll be able to really learn from and, awesome. and grow with. So, I'm uh, stoked about that. With that being said, tons of more work to do. Yeah. More uh, responsibility, which it's good because now I'm not just sitting there all day. I got something to do and uh, I feel like I'm doing all right with it. Good. Um. And then other than that, went out and worked out yesterday.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: dude. Went rock climbing. Okay. Uh, with Jesse. Okay, nice. Uh, she's got a membership at a Rock Hyman Place and MC. And I think we are going to get a membership, man. Um, It's literally 30 seconds from my work. <coughs> and uh, I just need to get back in shape. You know, I'm trying to eat healthier and uh, just really kind of focus on my body as a temple. Yeah. You know? And I need to treat it as such. Because mm-hmm. um, I have not for... Pretty much 27 years, that's so it's time to really take care of this body, because um, as you guys can tell, I'm still coughing, especially in the last episode. Um, yeah, my uh, bronchitis, right? I was spitting up clear mucus for about a week and a half. Guess what back? It's Or guess what up, baby? It's back to yellow. Um, so Ooh, we don't know what's going on in old Kyle. Uh, this is just something that I can't shake. One of the doctors said it could be from when I did have COVID, even though it didn't feel like it affected me at all, um, that it could just have some overlying symptoms that are just lasting way longer than what uh would normally happen if i didn't have covid so i don't know man we'll see but i got a doc's appointment in like two weeks hopefully try and get the shit figured out um good that's good but yeah dude uh so other than that logan what about you man
0: uh i've been pretty good i'm pretty good so it was britney's birthday on monday uh so <sighs> you're good yeah no you're good was anything? Was anything crazy? She, we didn't do anything much on her birthday. Uh, her mom was in town, anyways. So, <laughs> um, it was. Uh, so her mom <coughs> came into town. Uh, we didn't know she was coming into town until like a week and a half ago. So uh, she came in. Um, we spent. Uh, I originally had plans for Monday, so I took Monday off of work because I was like, all right, I got plans. Brittany was still going to go to work, go to her dad's. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna make like for everything for when she gets home. Like, have everything ready. Uh, so that was my plan. And then on, like, Saturday night, we went out to, like, dinner. Or we went out to, like, breakfast on Saturday morning, I think. And then Brittany told me on Saturday night, she was like, yeah, my mom wants to do birth, uh, dinner on my birthday. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm glad I took the day off. Um, I was so I was like, ooh, well, I, I was going to do something for your birthday, too. And she was like, I can let her know. We can do something else. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I can just move... My stuff up, so I moved it all up to Sunday, which then mean which then meant that I had to kick her out of the house to get it all done. <laughs> um, and I was like, "Well, this is, isn't ideal," but um, but so she went out, did stuff with her mom and her brother, um, and then we came back and made her a nice dinner, got everything ready, got her gifts and everything. So that was nice. Uh, Monday we went to uh, Oceano, very overpriced. Oh, okay, sushi. It's good sushi, but.
1: Me and they hate it. Yeah. We hate Oceano, dude. Yeah, I went there. It's so expensive for dude, nothing. It was
0: nothing fancy. It was thirty nine dollars a person for all you can eat sushi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh
0: no. <laughs> yeah. And we got it, and you can only you can only you, you get like one paper for the table, obviously, and they don't bring it back until like you've finished everything. And then they bring you back the the oh, another man, a clean I'd a kill clean that. street. I'd kill and then uh, they have like six appetizers to choose from. And I was like, that's how I do my damage on all you can eat. <laughs> yeah. Um so you <laughs> making me order rolls is not okay. Yeah. Um you had mm-hmm. some fire chicken wings though. They do? Yeah. Oceana? Okay. Sh- yeah, they're called togarashi wings. Fucking fire. It's such a thick sauce, but they were cooked to perfection and the sauce was really tasty. So um I'll have to try that out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very expensive, very expensive, and I ate my rolls, and I was like, it was
1: okay. Okay, so you know how like you and uh, you and Brittany, right? You guys cook your things that you love, and you try not to ever order those because it just always lets you down. Yeah. Well, yeah. One time for one of our anniversaries, we went there, and I got a Caesar uh, salmon salad, mm. and like I, I make a very good one, okay. and like a man, me and Amanda, we love it when I make it. So I was like, oh fuck yeah, that sounds so good. Dog shit! It was nothing compared to what I make, and so it was like the same thing. I spent like twenty six dollars on that salad, and it wasn't even good. And I was I was furious.
0: Oh yeah, no, twenty six dollars sounds about right. Yeah, it was it was a stupid stupid pricing, and I was like, all right, this better be fucking fire. And then we ordered like a total of like seven rolls for four of us, and I was like, God damn it! And I and I for four of you? Yeah, it was. Oh, that was the dinner. No, it was forty dollars a person.
1: No, no, and no, then, yeah,
0: yeah. It was. It wasn't. Listen, I could have No, I'm saying like that more. was with the parents. That was. So it was with Brittany's mom, and then so that her was brother. The yeah.
1: So only seven rolls between the four of you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Her mom. Her mom got like a, like a pasta dish that oh, okay. she ate like okay. four okay. bites of. Oh, um, Jesus. But no, there. So there were five of us there, but there were four of us that did all you can eat, and we still only did like seven rolls. I could have eaten another two or three rolls easily, um, but. Wasn't trying to sit there and just order rolls for myself. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So
1: guys, we're not leaving yet. I got more rolls coming.
0: Yeah. So I was. It was. uh, It was interesting. But overall, it was a really good, uh, really good birthday weekend for Brittany. Um, Enjoyed it. Good man. That's good. Um, And then you know went back to work on Tuesday. Uh, I took tomorrow off as well, so I just worked a nice little three day week. And then so I got three day weekend this past weekend, three day weekend this weekend, and then. This Next weekend, I got Christmas Eve off, so I got another three day weekend. New like, Year's Eve off? No, I don't think so. Okay, um, but yeah, but I'll be, We'll probably be off a little early. I don't know the hours yet. Um, and even if I had worked on Christmas Eve, it was we're open three hours, Yeah. so it's nothing crazy. But like I said, it was a uh, it was a good week for me uh, at work. Um, I'm really loving my job. It's really I was great. just
1: about to ask you. I asked it before the show, but I didn't want to get into it yet because you know what? Let's have everybody hear the. Uh, the progress and the roads it's, it's, to where we are now, you it, know, yeah, yeah, everyone just, it, likes to hear
0: it. Yeah, it's great. It's, <laughs> I, I just enjoy having a nice consistent schedule, work my nine to five, go in, do like the same thing. I've gotten pretty decent at it. I don't have to ask for help too much. Um, I know a lot more about banking in general. Um, and I feel a lot more confident in it and I feel like I have like a career path that I can actually follow now. And I'm like, this is great. i going to be getting paid like, Way better. I'm like, this is fantastic. Um, I have a great team. My manager bought everyone Christmas gifts like, every individual, like, an actual good Christmas gift. It wasn't like, here's a five dollar gift card for the team. Yeah, it was like, everyone got a personalized (coughs) gift, which is so awesome. That's awesome. Haven't had that before. What'd you get? I got a jacket, a nice little jacket. Oh, that's right. I've been wearing a jacket to work every single day for the last like three weeks. Um, and uh, I guess she noticed. because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she got me a jacket I could wear to work.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, so, dude!
0: Um, but yeah, everyone got really fun stuff. Um, I feel like actually participating in things. Like it's just a great like environment. I really love it. Um, but outside of work, uh, life's been good. Life's been good. Uh, I know your cat doesn't hunt because she's blind. But my <clears throat> oh, yeah, cat, yeah, she just got spayed. Okay, awesome, fantastic. Yeah, so she's really not hunting right now. Yeah, um, she wouldn't be. Well, she probably could try, but it wouldn't go well for her if she did. Um, so we let Reggie out into the wild, um, you know, do his thing. We got him a collar recently. Um, so we can keep track of him. We need a better tracking device. Ours goes 300 feet. It's not far. (laughs) (laughs) Cause one football field. Gone. Yeah. So, um, we need, we need a new one probably get like Apple air or something. Um, these are all our cat lovers that listen to the podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Um, dude. But, um, I, uh, you know we let him outside the other day and he came back. And did your cats when you were like growing up, they ever like bring you back stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, back back porch would be like little rat mice and everything yeah. like that.
0: Birds. Reggie bought me bra- brought me back beef jerky.
1: <laughs> oh my god. He just he just came up, he was
0: just <laughs> sitting at the door and I was like, What the fuck is in his He never brings anything back. So I was like, he didn't catch something. <laughs> And Brittany was like, does he have beef jerky in his mouth? Go oh over, open God. the door, and he comes running in, and like is like, you know, we're trying to grab it from him, he's growling at us as we're trying to get it away from him. Not like he's gonna actually and do it. Like, like it
1: was a strip of it, or it was like a It was like, like a, a chunk.
0: It was a chunk okay. of beef jerky, okay. but it was okay. a solid chunk. No, yeah. <laughs> and he was growling at us when we were trying to get it away from him, and then he went and hid under the bed, <laughs> and I was like, you little fucker. <laughs> I was like, my cat is like such fucking high maintenance that he's like i'm not catching like a bird ew i'm waiting for someone to drop beef. it had like red sparkles on it i was like reggie someone just dropped beef jerky (laughs) in the dirt and you were like oh this looks great that's awesome dude shithead
1: yeah
0: so uh (laughs) other than that that's that's been my week it's been been a lot more eventful this week than uh than the last two weeks for me so i will take it uh but that being said let's jump (coughs) right into the episode uh could call it Kyle Sports News. But we'll just call it uh, Sports News for the entire episode. Yeah. So where are we kicking it off with?
1: Um, I figure just real quick, NFL. There's mm-hmm. not too much to talk about. Um, I just saw a little headline here, though, too. Case Keenum test positive.
0: Oh, um, so the Browns don't have a quarterback.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so it's their third string,
0: and I don't know who it is. Fuck, we took the Browns. All right, I want the game to get I took Raiders. Yeah, yeah, I want the game to get so canceled.
1: I still don't feel confident with my pick. They'll <laughs> just run the
0: ball all game. Well,
1: yeah, but I don't think...
0: Uh, Kareem Hunt should be back. Oh, is he? I think so. Oh, uh, yeah. Raiders.
1: <laughs> you guys are in for a little But yeah. I don't know. I think the O-line's out, too, so I don't know. We'll see. But I couldn't tell you who was playing. So. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah. Y- y- did you see about uh, the former NFL player that yes. killed, like, six people?
0: Yeah, yeah. Very, very severe CTE.
1: Uh, yeah, stage two. Yeah, um, which I don't know how many stages there are. I couldn't tell you. Um, but uh, I'm assuming two's bad if uh, he went on a killing rampage. Yeah, and then killed himself.
0: Yeah. Um, CTE is no joke.
1: How do you do a CTE scan on a uh, brain with a bullet through
0: it? Uh, I think there's still like damage to the brain in oh, so certain physically... area. Yeah, it's probably okay. certain. I think <laughs> I think they like in the autopsy they probably like pull the brain out and, and <laughs> they're like, it.
1: whoa. This whole, this whole part is missing (laughs) (laughs) is, is, is just not working. I can look at it. Um, but yeah, so that obviously was a a big headline. Um, couple, uh, you know, things we just talked about Browns. They got like 12 people um, out. Washington football team has like eight people out all on COVID. Um, TJ Hawkinson out for the seat, out for the season, Tyler Lockett out on COVID-19. Um, Diablo. Miller hits COVID lists as the Rams total now up to 25. Jesus. I did not fucking know that they had like anybody.
0: Yeah, they had like eight right after the uh <coughs> uh the Monday night game. They had like eight more cases.
1: Oh my god. So right now, I mean, COVID is just going fucking vaccinated, unvaccinated, doesn't matter. It's going H. Everyone is getting fucking COVID again. Wow, that is crazy. Okay. Um But obviously. Biggest news. I mean, I don't have anything else other than obviously the big nope. topic. Yep. Urban Meyer um, fired. Finally. Jacksonville. We said two weeks to three weeks is what we thought after the whole girl grinding um, incident at the nightclub. And so it went obviously a lot longer than what we were
0: expecting. It went, well, but, it went on way too long.
1: Um. But uh, Trevor Lawrence came out and said that the coaching change gives the Jags... Clarity. So I mean, I feel like that's a very open-ended statement. Yeah. To kind of like, oh, okay, what the fuck does that mean? But I took it as a he was relieved. Yeah. <laughs> this this was too. him coming out of college, going, oh shit, yeah, Urban Meyer, yeah, cool. And then immediately was like, oh shit, dude, I don't know what I just signed up for. And then and now, because they did, uh, I think it was just the offensive coordinator. I think it's stepping up temporarily, probably interim. Um, I forgot his name, but I don't know, dude. I think that maybe this puts a little bit of fire underneath the Jags' ass. Um, again, I think I said on the last podcast, the last episode, the football one. I feel like in the last two years, every team that's fired their head coach midseason has won the next game. Yeah. You know, like the Falcons did it when they fired uh, What's-His-Face. They won the next game, and I think they lost. Dan Gruden. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah Quinn. Uh, Dan, uh, John Gruden. Yep. You know, I mean, he quit technically, technically. you know, um, and then they won the next game. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how the Jags do with this. Um, I don't know. What, 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 are your, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, Ermeyer will never coach in the NFL again. That's for sure. No. no
0: he, yeah. I don't think he should coach at all again. And
1: he has vocally said, I don't want to coach college. So I don't know if he's going to go. Do you think he takes a college job?
0: No. I don't think anyone would offer him a college job. <clears throat> After everything that happened, no one's going to offer him a job. Like, he got this job over so many people because he had always had his name out there, and it never made sense to me because um, he retired for, like, health reasons. And I was like, there's no way you retire from college for health reasons and then you take an NFL job. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and they only hired him because he really wanted to coach Trevor Lawrence. So that made sense. right? He said, I
1: love this guy.
0: It's like hiring someone to be, like, a master chef because they worked at Pizza Hut, and they were like, listen, I really love eating steak. So I think it'd be great if you went ahead and gave me your head job and you go, fucking sounds about right, man. This guy guy obviously knows steak because he loves it. (laughs) So uh, it made no sense to me. But I don't know, just everything that fucking happened, man, everything that fucking happened with this guy, from the the grinding issue to um, all the leaks coming out and him getting mad and blaming his assistant coaches. (laughs) The blaming of the assistant coaches is what got me when you when you try to prove make all of the guys that you hired prove to you why they're winners like you hired them. You are the head coach. Yeah, it's like they're guys that you wanted on your team. How, how do you not know what they've ever won before? And I don't blame Marvin Jones for walking out of the room when he did it to the wide receiver coach. And Marvin Jones was like, if this is what we're doing, yeah, I'm not going to be here. And he left, and then he came. They finally begged him to come back. They convinced him to come back. He does. And then him and Urban Meyer get into it on the field. And it's like, do you not realize? You, you're the one that made him leave. You do not get to yell at this guy. Um, nah, fuck. Well, it works out for me. I, I'm, I'm kind of in like a win-win at this point. So um, he fumbled the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah so. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Yeah. But Yeah, so all of that happens. And then, I mean, then you get the reports of more leaks. And he's like, whoever's leaking this information, you will be fired. It's like, with all the leaks that are happening, you're not firing anyone, bud. It's not going to happen. And then the last straw is Josh Lambeau coming out. And listen, I... I don't think Urban Meyer kicked him that hard. I really don't think he did. He said it was a five out of ten. I don't think it was that hard. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was even that hard. I do appreciate the commentary that went along with it. I think bub. it was a foot flick. I think. Like, I, hey, he's, hey, bub. Yes. I'll get your attention. It was while they were stretching, so it makes sense. Did you see the comment that he said? Yes. Hey, dipshit, why don't I make your fucking kicks?
1: <laughs> yeah. He said, "Don't you ever fucking kick me again." And he said, I'll kick whatever the fuck I want (laughs) to kick.
0: (laughs) I was like, oh, man. And they cut Josh Lambeau, and they didn't kick a field goal for like five weeks. (laughs) Um, Urban Meyer was proving a point. If I don't want you here, I will get rid of your whole position.
1: (laughs) And then while speaking about Josh Lambeau, um, I mean, I, I have to talk about this. Chad texted me today and said that he thinks he knows what the Packers should do. He thinks that they should let go. Of Mason Crosby and move on. And he thinks that the only substitution that would be valid would be Josh Lambeau to officially change his name Lambeau, to yeah. Josh Lambeau. Yes. And that way every time he kicks an extra point or field goal, he goes and does a Lambo leap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: Um and I said that would be hilarious. Every extra um, point. <laughs> and I was like, but I I I don't want him. <laughs> yeah, no. And he was like, I don't blame you. You know, so um, I do think that was a funny little idea, though. Um, But, I mean, I don't know, man. Hey, anything can happen. Look at Daniel Carlson. Um, Absolutely terrible on the Vikings. And I think he's a very, very dynamite kicker for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Very consistent. um, And I like him. He's got good leg power. But, anyway, back to the whole Urban Meyer thing. Um, Man, it just, I don't think anyone would have seen... The absolute train wreck.
0: Everything that happened, no. Coming this season. But I did tell you guys when he got hired, it was the wrong hire.
1: You did say that. There was a lot of people that were just f- overall skeptical of whether or not he would be able to succeed in that position. But man, I don't. No one saw college, this coming.
0: College coaches do not jump to the NFL ever. Like it almost never works.
1: And he didn't coach for how long?
0: Yeah, I don't. It's been years. And I'm like, I'm not saying
1: that. You know, it's. It's, it's been, one of those things that you lose,
0: but it's one of those things that you can kind of lose. All, you know? you're, yeah. all you're doing is analyzing the game from a, a desk, and that's great. But if you're not out there with the players, he doesn't he, he's not connected with these guys. Like he doesn't understand, like, you know, like that's why I love having Brandon Staley. He's such a young coach. That's why I love that Sean McVay is so young and Matt LaFleur is so young. <laughs> yeah. Like they understand their players, they understand their team. There's not a lot of coaches in the NFL anymore that are old as fuck that are, you know, finding success. Yeah, Gone right, are the like, days of the John Maddens and uh, the Pete Carroll's like ruling the world, right? Like, Carol, like those guys don't do that anymore. Like, But Bill Belichick is different. We don't include him in this because he just – you don't – you aren't yourself. when You are a patriot when you play for the Patriots. You are not yourself playing for the Patriots. You are under Bill Belichick. Like you lose all sense of like individuality. Yeah. But every other team, you're yourself, and the coach has to deal with that and figure it out. So – it's it's not going to work when you've been out of the league, been out of coaching for that long. It just didn't make any sense. I never liked it. I'm glad <laughs> it's, the experiment is finally over. I've been asking for it to be over for at least six weeks now. Um, it just, just dragged out way too long.
1: And so where do you think that's going to leave
0: the Jaguars? Yeah, about where they were last year. Still Co- coach. Coaching-wise, though. Right, there's someone do you, do you think
1: there's gonna be a like is there any clear candidate you think they'll, they'll be? probably
0: try to hire like Eric Biennemi in Kansas City and he probably would turn that job down um because I would turn that job down uh they they've put themselves now they had they passed up on a lot of guys last year to <clears throat> specifically hire urban Meyer um I think that they are going to have to really really hope that someone takes their job. Because if if I'm any coaching candidate, I would look at this and go, I'd rather just stay an assistant than take a job there. Because I can be an assistant for another year and another <clears> job <throat> will open up that's probably way better. Or yeah. I could take this job and get fired in two years. Yep. So, I mean, props to Urban Meyer for making some money. Good for him. He'll still have an analyst job somewhere.
1: Yeah, but goddamn did I'd shatter anything that he oop. ever was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, He his legacy as a coach is completely tarnished now. It's completely ruined. So... Good luck to him going forward. Do um, you have anything else in NFL?
1: <clears throat> no, I got nothing on the NFL. Okay.
0: What's next? Um,
1: I don't know. I figured we should do NBA. Sure. Let's go NBA. Uh, do you have anything? Um, no, I have no notes. So I figured okay. it would be kind of just an open table to talk.
0: So biggest thing that's happened is Steph breaking the three-point record. My God. Uh, <clears throat> completely shattering it, obviously. Um, I... I, I yeah, it made so much sense. I tweeted about it because it made so much sense. Um, everyone thought – we talked about it last week. Yeah, Kyle?
1: Fucking Giorgio Armani commercial and ESPN just started playing. So. Nice.
0: Um, but uh, as I was saying, it, it made a lot of sense to people that, oh, Steph Curry is going to make 16 three-pointers in a game and break the all-time single-game record and then also break the all-time career record. It just makes sense, right? He's going to break both in one game. <laughs> He made what three threes that game?
1: (laughs) He didn't do anything.
0: And then the next game, uh, you look at it and you go, All right, makes sense. It makes sense for him to break that (laughs) record um, in Indiana. It's where Reggie Miller played. Um, You know, that's obviously a historic spot you know, for three-pointers. I mean, Reggie Miller was the greatest three-point shooter ever until Ray Allen came along and then Steph came along. So it kind of made sense. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, but they play the Knicks right after that. And then I was like, where's that game? And I was like, oh, that game's on TNT. So Reggie Miller is going to be calling that game probably. And I looked and I was like, yeah, Reggie Miller's calling that game. Madison Square Garden is where Steph Curry introduced himself as a superstar to the, N- and to the NBA. He put, dropped 54 in like his third year uh, and he completely went off in that game. So I was like in Madison Square Garden, Reggie Miller on the call, just makes sense. And they made like eight threes against the fucking Pacers, and it was like, <laughs> oh, he needs two three pointers to break the record against the Knicks. And it was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I did. There was a lot of like, tra- like heat for them essentially stopping the game after he made the three. Um, but I, my response to that would be, it's a meaningless game in uh, mid December against the Knicks. Yeah. So. I don't no, see dude, the problem with yeah, stopping no, the game. No, no. And it, that, that's and a that's, huge fucking and, deal. and that's a record that when Ray Allen did it against Reggie Miller, it was towards the end of his career in Boston. He had like a couple seasons after that. Steph Curry has broken p- And
1: people said that that would, very good chance would never be broken.
0: Yeah, and they asked Steph about it like 6 or 7 years ago and they're like is that he like you think it's a possibility? He was like, "You know, that's the goal. Like if I can stay healthy and and, you know, keep it up, then yeah, that's obviously the goal." And now here he is 7 years later. And he's already caught him, and if you really had to look at it, he's going to demolish that record. And we're in a different era of shooting, and Steph Curry is the reason why we're in that era of shooting, where Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, someone else will break Ray Allen's record. There's going to be multiple people that are playing right now that will eventually pass Ray Allen for second most on the list, and they will still finish so far behind Steph Curry, it's ridiculous. Yep. Steph's going to put thousands of threes.
1: It was like it was like when I told you. Uh, so I, I saw another stat because I said this last week about Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Wayne Gretzky was the fastest person to ever reach a thousand points. Yeah. The second person to do it was him doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that, that, that's it, that's that's literally the stat that we're looking at. Like that will never be broken by um, any other hockey player in the world. Yeah. This he's I mean unless. His career is shortened by some type of catastrophic injury or some type of event, which obviously no one would ever hope for. Yeah. Um, That's the thing, dude. He's he's, he's not that guy that, you know, that's going in there and and getting injured. He's, I feel like he just. He
0: was early on in his career. That's the thing. If he didn't (laughs) roll both of his ankles like 20 times in his first two years, he would have so many more threes. And he would. What do
1: you think was the biggest, like, like thing that he did to switch that up
0: was ankles not roll his ankles wears anymore. he bra- wears thick ass braces on his ankles does he <laughs> yeah he wears he wears uh ankle braces every it game it was just
1: just from constant jump
0: shots i don't know what it was i think it was him like he's also like growing into his body probably he's still a kid so you like didn't know how to like That's run true. properly was a big thing um i think he's just figured it like i don't know i think he's also just figured out how to take care of his body too which is something That's you have to learn how to do though, in the NBA, but yeah, no, he's gonna shatter this record. Uh, he's gonna put at least two thousand more threes in yeah, between. Because we
1: talked about it last season. Because so, what was the record that he that he just beat? What was the number? Most.
0: Remember? Oh, it was uh, two thousand nine hundred and seventy-three career three pointers. That's including playoffs because technically playoff stats don't count. But if you were to try to take away Steph Curry's playoff threes, you're doing yourself a disservice because he won championships making three pointers. Yeah. It's not fair to take that away. And the other two guys on the list, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen that he was chasing, they did the same thing. They made playoff threes. So you have to include all of them. Um, as far as like regular season threes that actually count, um, I'll look it up really quick, but
1: I, I just meant overall total. Yeah. His overall
0: total is, uh, 2,974 after he broke the record and counting. Um, so I mean, he's gonna get. Oh my god! He's gonna put. He's probably gonna get to five thousand. If I had to take a guess,
1: because we've talked about this last season, and you were saying, you know, he could do it,
0: and we, you know, we we did the whole
1: projection of where we think he'll be at when he finishes and everything like that. But he hit this faster than what you were expecting.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure because well, okay, you said he so averaged I, like I, this much. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I don't remember what my numbers were. I don't
1: all. either, but. I remember you did it at a very low average to be extra conservative. Yes. And he's already broken it. He's gonna play for five, seven more years. I was gonna say seven more years probably, and then be that you know floater where he's you know just the old guy who can make a three. Yeah. And I I I honestly I don't disagree with you because I feel like he's only getting better at shooting. Yeah. Then I I could I could see him easily hitting five
0: thousand. Yeah. I think he'll get to 5,000, and then the next (laughs) closest guy would maybe hit 4,000.
1: That is fucking absurd. I think this will be that record that will never get broken.
0: No, absolutely. I I would agree. If there's one record, there's a lot of records in the NBA. But this is like the most recent one that I think there's no way it gets broken. Uh, And I don't know who would possibly break it. And if if someone were to break it, it would be someone that is not even close to being in the league right now. Because there's no – like maybe Trey Young – like, maybe, like, a Trey Young, because that kid shoots the fucking ball all the time. Um, but even then, like...
1: Mm. Well, yeah, because Dame and Clay, I mean, they're not... It's so, okay. They don't have enough time No, to, they, to, to even come close to passing. The
0: him. closest active player is James Harden, and he's 468 threes behind Steph. And he's not shooting the same number. Steph four, is making that number grow even more. So that number's growing for him. Uh, next closest is Damian Lillard, twenty-one nineteen, And... Dame is probably going to put up a lot as well. Um, But after that, I mean, Clay would be way higher on this list if he hadn't gotten hurt the last two years. Because Clay right now is at essentially 1,800. He's at 1,798. When was the last time he played a full game? Uh, Before he tore his ACL in the finals. So before two seasons ago? Yeah. Well, it was in the finals. So it was like not last season, not the season before. It was the playoffs. That it was the finals. It was the end of that season. But it's okay. been two whole years. So,
1: so the finals of the th- of three seasons ago. Yeah. Um, Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah, and so but he's at eighteen hundred. <clears throat> so he is uh, seven hundred behind James Harden, and if he had played those two years, he would probably be right there with James Harden. So it sucks that he missed out on those two years yeah. because of those injuries because he would be right up there with with James Harden, and you would be saying S- Clay Thompson will probably finish second on this list. But now it's kind of up in the air because he lost two seasons. Yeah. That's like 700 threes that he probably missed and out on.
1: And that's assuming that he stays healthy for the rest of his career.
0: Yes. So it's – yeah, it, it's kind of – especially with knee injuries. So um, that was the biggest thing in the NBA. Um, other than that, we have um, – What COVID we talked about in the NFL, the COVID affecting NBA games, the Bulls were down to uh, eight players. And they were trying to make them play a game with eight bench warmers. They had to call (laughs) multiple players up to make, to make, imagine. And they were like, you know what, maybe we should postpone this game. I'm like, yeah, because they would have three subs the entire game and they would lose by 80. So, yeah, yeah, you should probably postpone. They wouldn't want that loss on their record. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on affecting COVID or COVID-affecting games there. Um, as far as standings, uh, before we get to standings, a little personal note is Isaiah Thomas making a comeback. Um, so Isaiah Thomas has been out of the league for like two years on some bullshit because I was going to say I
1: haven't heard his name in a long time.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't tell you why because he is still a bucket and there's so many teams that need scoring. Um, finally got picked up. You got signed to the Nuggets G League team. You got to give someone G League time before you get him back. They're trying to come back. Yeah, yeah, Clay Thompson was in the G League. James Wiseman was in the G League. They both did get called <clears throat> up, so Clay Thompson could be playing maybe before Christmas. Um, but I think it would be very fitting if his comeback was on Christmas Day. Um, oh, got Travis Kelsey in the flat. Oh, why, yo boy. Ah, oh, fuck why me. Um, uh, sorry, I was watching so, this game, yeah, but um. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, so Isaiah Thomas comes <laughs> yeah. back, gets in the G League. His debut, he puts up, like, 42 points, nine assists, and six rebounds. Jesus. So it, there's levels to it. There's levels to it. He he's, he's so much better than guys in the G League, and he needed one game to prove it. And the fact that he's been on a bench and not been playing for fucking two years is so fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. Like, he should have been on a roster, and the Lakers... <clears throat> are currently looking at signing him and it makes so much sense. First of all, Russ has covid so he's going to be out for 2 weeks. But not as a starting point guard. He's a bucket off the bench. He is a scoring guard off the bench that is all you fucking can ask for. Is a guy that comes off your bench and can get you 10 to 12 a night. I don't need you to get me 30. If you go for 30, we're obviously winning this game. But if you get consistently give me 10 to 12 a night and I can just add that into our total for points, we're good probably gonna be just fine so i think it just makes way too much sense for him to come back um it's annoying that it took this long um but that's where we're at right now as far as standings go the east is very 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 tight so the celtics right now are a 10 seed we're six and a half games back from first place
1: dude no so i was i was looking at this today when i was like looking up you yeah. know just kind of more and everything like that but yeah the east is
0: yeah the east is very very holy tight
1: holy shit
0: um and it's kind of just everyone's beaten up i think the east is still trying to figure itself out right you have the the bulls yeah, you, the Hawks and the
1: sixers are all tied
0: yeah and then you have the the um sorry the bulls are starting to drop down you have the um the Hornets are starting to drop down a little bit like the teams that you that at the start of the season you were like whoa they're at the top it's like okay no 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 the Bucks are back at the top. The Nets are back at the top. Like those those teams are back up there. The Celtics still have a lot of shit to figure out, um, but I'm hoping we can add a big at the trade deadline or from free agency with a buyout or something. Go get me a big that's actually a big. And um, we, we got to stop playing Jason Tatum at the four. But that's beside the point. Um, very tight in the East. The West. You got guys starting to actually like show themselves as contenders. It's the Warriors and the Suns and then everybody else. Yeah. And that's probably going to be the Western Conference Finals. I would be beyond shocked with barring injuries if that's not your Western Conference Finals.
1: And I see that 100%. I mean, that's not what we predicted before the season no, started. Absolutely you know, not. Um,
0: Warriors, Lakers. No, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I'm about to say, the Warriors are still in there, but the Lakers just are absolutely atrocious. I mean, they're 7-3 in the last 10, which is cool, but... Um, yeah, dude, they just don't look good. Yeah, but the Suns, bro, holy shit! I yeah, mean, they're,
0: they've been. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even
1: think we've talked about it since they went on that seventeen-game winning streak.
0: Yeah, and then they they lost to the <laughs> the Warriors, and they started winning again,
1: and then just started going off again. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, I I don't disagree with you at all with the Suns and the Warriors being those two. Um. I think you know I I know I said it. I think we all said it. Warriors. Um. Are going to be the I think probably the most dominant team this season. Yeah. Um. I mean the Nets looking good. KD absolutely going off. By the way.
0: Yes. No. KD put up fifty one and said that was light for him because it is light for him. He's, he's like the sixth player to score fifty points for three different teams at this point. Um,
1: sixth player.
0: Yeah. Jesus yeah. There's a lot of guys that have done that. Um. Well, LeBron probably is. On, I think LeBron's probably on that list. Yeah. Like um, Jamal Crawford's on that list. That's a cool one. Um, but uh, yeah. And I mean, Kevin Durant, <coughs> Kevin Durant should win MVP this year because he's carrying the fuck out of the nets. And I don't think they need Kyrie. And if I was them, I'd trade Kyrie, I know that would piss KD off, but I'd get rid of him. I wouldn't need him. So I, remember, I was playing 2k. I would immediately <laughs> trade Kyrie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I know we were talking about this like two weeks ago. And I said, um, it's looking like Curry's probably the, the clear favorite for MVP. And you were like, Oh, you know, I think KD is is a uh, is a good one to be in there. Um, so you would say KD over Curry
0: right now? Yeah, especially with um, Clay is going to come back and Curry's scoring numbers will take a hit. His assist numbers will go up, but his scoring will take a hit. With Kevin Durant, Kyrie comes back, his just, point total is going to go up.
1: Yeah, he's just going. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's yeah. going to have someone that facilitates the ball a little bit better. Um, they have they have the ball doesn't get passed around enough in Brooklyn with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. It was a dumb decision to put all three of those guys together on paper. Yeah. They are the best trio in basketball, but in reality it doesn't work very well. So I think Kevin Durant right now, I wouldn't even care if Kyrie Irving was coming back. Um, I think it's very obvious that it should be uh, KD as of right now. (coughs) Uh, That's all I have for NBA though. Uh, So you want to go? Yeah. Um,
1: just hit up. uh, Let's do college basketball, college
0: basketball. Cool yeah Uh, keep it with basketball there's not a lot to talk about right now because it is still very early (coughs) in the season um we're about to start conference play though so that's cool that's that's where things will start to get interesting uh baylor is the new number one Mm -hmm. um, after purdue lost to Rutgers. sure (laughs) um they lost to ruckers at least our loss was to like a ranked opponent they weren't ranked at the time but now they're ranked like top 25 um so, uh, you know, we beat Gonzaga. So it's kind of, it, it, it made sense. Purdue losing records made no sense. Made yeah, no was. sense. Um,
1: we had a nasty upset to uh, Memphis.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you guys also beat Houston. You shouldn't sloppy. have beat Houston. Shouldn't have beat Houston. It was, uh, it was, it was questionably goaltending on the last play. <laughs> but
1: <clears throat> see, okay. So I was going to say, I, I feel like we should talk about that. So, I mean, he shot it up. And after it hits rim, you can swat, I thought. No, you can.
0: That's a that's a like a European rule. Okay, if, if well, that's definitely
1: not where I got it from. Okay, yeah. if the <laughs> so ball, I'm just misunderstanding. If the ball is
0: over the rim, you cannot touch it, regardless of if <clears> it's <throat> coming out or whatever. If it's over the rim, you can't touch it. See, okay, or so if it's on its way down. I was okay. Wheel. I was gonna
1: say I only thought it was ever if it's on its way down. So they shoot up, you can swat it. Mm-hmm. The second starts coming down, that's goaltending.
0: Yes. I thought if it
1: tipped the rim. You Could grab it. I thought that was a rebound at that point.
0: Uh, no, no, that, that's that's international to so like Olympics rules, they do that. because hmm. um, they follow like FIBA rules for uh, the Olympics, but uh, yeah, if it's over the rim, it was questionable if it was actually over the rim. So the angles, okay, were... so if it's
1: over the rim, mm-hmm. you can't grab it, yeah, uh, okay, but if it's, if it's like coming off, more, yeah, it yeah, makes fine. more sense, but
0: yeah, so it was it was questionable if it was actually over the rim, the angles were kind of hard to tell, so but do you think the refs. No. Should have called it. No, I mean it was that way. They was, could have reviewed it. No, because they we look at it anyways. I'm pretty sure they looked at it anyways. But either way, I don't. I don't think there was enough to say. Obviously, that was goaltending. I don't think there was enough there. Yeah, so we won. Yeah, so you won, and then you got stomped by Memphis. Yeah, but and we also
1: upset Gonzaga. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, know,
0: so. Yeah, so it's, it's going to start getting messy um, with conference play starting. Uh, Baylor's in a tough Big 12. They're going to have to play Kansas, and Oklahoma looks really good this year. Um, uh, Baylor did embarrass Villanova. Uh, they did embarrass Villanova. Villanova's not that good. They're ranked sixth. They're not number six in the country good. Um, and I think that's very evident by the fact that Baylor held them to 36 points in a game. <laughs> yeah. That you're that not was- good. If, that that, was if, a massive if anyone stopping. can hold you to 36 points. <laughs> what over was the four. final score? Was like 50 so it was like 57 to 36. Yeah. So he still won by 21 points, and you go, that's a good win. And then you go, oh, they scored 57 and they won by 21? That's stupid. Yeah. Um, if I had to go back as of right now and change my Final Four prediction, the only change I would make as of right now is taking Purdue – or sorry, taking Michigan out and putting Purdue in. That'd be the only change that So many. who was your top four again? Uh it's Duke, Gonzaga, now Purdue and Kentucky. That's okay. my top four. Um and Kentucky's like 22nd right now. They just lost a tough one to um they just lost a tough one to uh who was it? Oh, Notre Dame. They lost a tough one in Notre Dame. Um on the road. They lost it late, so it was a little, a little bit tough for them. They fell eleven spots with that loss. I think that was harsh. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, it was a massive drop. Yeah,
0: but they will be, they will be fine in the <coughs> sec. They'll, it'll be them in Alabama competing for the sec championship. So good for them. Um, you know, they'll how, figure how,
1: out. How, how far do you think uh, Alabama drops
0: after that loss to Memphis? They, uh, they should, they probably won't drop too far. Cause they also <coughs> just beat Houston. I was thinking four or five, probably like five spots. I'd yeah. say, uh, is fair. Uh, it kind of also depends on like how the teams behind them really did. Um, Man, I'm going to drop a fucking game, but I take my Chargers getting two wins. By not taking
1: your team, yeah. I I just
0: pick against them every fucking week at this point. Um, Fuck. So, uh, that's all I have for college basketball right now. Uh, Do you want to go? Where do you want to go next?
1: Okay, sorry. Um, All right, we'll do UFC. I mean, sorry, NHL. Okay. NHL. Um, So, NHL, got some big things going on. Um, Ovi, breaking the record for most playoff goals. Oh, sorry, power play goals. Okay. Jesus Christ. I was like,
0: whoa, season yeah. moving fast. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, uh, <clears throat> most power play goals
0: in nice. NHL. Not a shocker.
1: Yeah, which I mean and dude, and by the way, <clears throat> um Ovechkin has absolutely going off this season. Um, I mean, we were talking, you know, we made all our early predictions. Draceidel's still up there <clears throat> as right now the like the uh, one of the goal scorers. I think he's second in the league. Ovechkin's number one. Um and he's I mean, he's on pace to do, like, 65 goals this season. I mean, he's he's absolutely murdering it, and he's looking really good. And the old age isn't slowing him down at all. And in that same game, I can't remember who the fuck it is. I, I don't remember. I saw it earlier. It's a big-name guy. It's a big-name guy. But he joins a list of, like, six players to... um, Or, sorry, four currently active players that have hit 700 points. Or... You know, the quickest to hit okay. 700 points okay. out of active players uh, right now. Um, <clears throat> so two records in one night. Man, that's, that, that's something, man, that I feel like, you know, a lot of people probably don't take. Um, or the, Sorry, that people do take for granted. is like being at a game where a record is broken. No matter how big, no matter how small.
0: Yeah, it's like, a different environment.
1: Like, it's just crazy. Like, it's just cool. You can be like, yeah, I was there. Yeah. You know, like, like all the people there at Steph's. You know,
0: do you see so ticket prices doubled overnight for that game?
1: That would make perfect sense, you know, because they know how absolutely uh, crucial that game was going to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think it would just be so so nice to absolutely see any type of record be broken at a game. I think it'd be so much fun. Um, and other than that, dude, again, just like uh, football and NBA, dude, uh, COVID is just riddling everyone. Um, the Hurricanes. Uh, the Bruins, the Canadians, um, yeah, there, it, yeah, it, it's just reaping over everybody. So uh, COVID right now is going rampant over all sports. Yeah. Um, so much so that the Olympics—I don't know if you saw—a um, lot of players are saying they're not going to play in the uh, Olympics this this time. Interesting. Um, reasoning why is if they test positive, if they get COVID while they're there, they have to isolate like in their hotel room. For like three weeks. Oh, fuck that. And so that's them missing their season games.
0: And then not being able to go home.
1: They can't go home for like three weeks to a month minimum.
0: And they're stuck in that tiny little fucking... And and they're
1: stuck there. They can't go out. And so that's one of the big things is, you know, they're they're taking off three weeks for this, right? There's no games for three weeks. Now with so many players like Connor McDavid, him being one of them, right? Obviously one of the biggest names right now in the NHL. Um, All of them coming out and starting to say, hey... You know what, I'm actually not thinking this is such a good idea.
0: No, especially you when know? you're that young. He can go to the Olympics in four years.
1: Exactly. And it's like and it's not even like it's like local too, like it's China. Like like you're stuck in China. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like Um that but with the NHL, they they I mean, they can't go back. They can't eliminate their three week break. Yeah. You know, because all these stadiums, you know, like the stable center. Booked venues. Yeah, they're booked. Yeah. You know, they got concerts or stand up shows or whatever it is. So they're booked. So it's looking like this might just turn into like a, a three week break pretty much for them because that's another thing is that, you know, if the players go out there and they get, do get caught, they can't go to the gyms, you know? So now when they come back after missing two weeks of games, are they going to be able to compete at yeah. the level that they were, they're going to be able to be just as no. fit, you know? And that's what them having COVID. Yeah. You know? So that's also going to, you know, yeah, whatever them that did and, to them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and there's people saying, Oh, I won't be there to, you know, see my kids on uh, Christmas. Cause um, no, no, it wasn't Christmas. It was one of the guys said, yeah, I'm, I'll miss my kid's birthday if I get stuck out there. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. So, um, kind of depressing. Um, and there's still going to be players. Like I think Ovechkin's still going to go play. Yeah, probably. You know, I don't think he'll, he's going to be stopped from playing in the Olympics, but, um, I, there's just uh, a lot of players that are not going to be participating in. It's a bummer because I like watching, um, <laughs> Olympic hockey. Uh, it's just nice seeing, like, all these players from different teams that just go back and they represent the countries. Yeah. You know, so um, real bummer to, do, to see that. Um, other than that, though, just figure kind of go over um, some standings. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eastern, Metropolitan, we got New York Rangers, and Washington Capitals tied for first um, with 41 points apiece. Um, New York Rangers technically get it. There's probably some tiebreaker somewhere. I don't know if they have a better record between the two. I haven't looked that much into it, but... Looking very good with Carolina right behind them at 39 points. Um, in the Atlantic, we got Maple Leafs, 42, debatably one of the best teams right now in the league, with uh, the Panthers and Tampa Bay right behind them two game or two points. And then in the Western, we have... I'm sorry, Central. Yeah, yeah, the Western Central Division. Uh, We've got Minnesota Wild leading it with 39, St. Louis Blues at 37, Colorado Avalanche at 36, but the Avalanche have been ripping in a tear on their five-game win streak. Um, They are looking absolutely red hot and looking like the team that I thought they would be before the season started. And then we got the Western Pacific Division with your boy number one at top, the Anaheim Ducks with 39 points, Calgary behind them at 36. So I'm absolutely ecstatic to see my team doing so well. It's been a long time since they've made the playoffs. It's been a long time since they've looked good. So, uh, yeah, just very happy to see that. Um, In the league right now, Maple Leafs 1, Rangers 2, Capitals 3, Florida 4, Tampa Bay 5. Power rankings, um, from what I've seen, I saw a couple different ones. They pretty much just matched the rankings for the most part, the standings. So right now, Anaheim went from 12. We're up to 8 right now. yeah. Um, So looking very good. And then, where are we? We got the Bruins. They dropped a little bit back down to 19. Kraken at 27. And Islanders at 29. Man, the Islanders, yeah, they just are not looking Not looking too hot this no. year. Um, no. I think they're done. They, yeah, they don't have a chance to even try and get back into
0: it this season. Not, not this season. Um, so, I, I mean, I look at my, my Bruins, and we're not looking pretty right now. But the only, like, inkling of hope I can hold on to is that we have like four games that we need to make up, still. Yeah. So COVID's not helping that out. We will probably drop the games <laughs> that we are making up, but <clears throat> being at twenty six games played, so we're four games behind the Red Wings and we're only one game back. That that's not the one I'm looking at. What I'm looking at is at the Panthers. We have three games to make up on them. They have twenty nine games played. We have twenty six, um, and we're ten points back right now. So now those three games aren't obviously going to get us ten points. But I guess six if we can get wins. Yeah. And that puts us right back in the mix. So that's – it's just capitalizing on the games that we need to make up on. Um, 100%. Same thing for you guys. I mean, you guys are in a spot right now where you're a few points clear. You got a couple more games already played, though. So, you got, I mean, hold on to the lead, hold yes. on to it. Um, but I think it's going to, COVID probably is that equalizer this year again where there's just a lot of teams that need to make up some games. And figure their shit out, and that's going to affect if they get the games replayed, or I don't know if they're just more scheduled down the line for certain teams or what. But we'll have to see how everything continues to play out to get those point differences made up.
1: Yeah, and like, and that was the thing was I was a little upset at first when I saw that we were eighth and like the power rankings because I was like, you know what, this doesn't even make sense because right now we're second in the entire Western Conference with thirty nine points. But then I didn't even realize how like how. How dominant right now, and how competitive the Eastern Comp. Like this is like literally like the NBA.
0: Yeah, the Eastern is so tight right
1: now. Yeah, like first place is Maple Leafs with forty two points. We'll go sixth place is Carolina with thirty nine points. So like the top six are within three points of each other. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's just been an absolute uh, dynamite season so far, Um, and we still have a lot of games to play. Um, A lot. For example, Toronto has played thirty. And there's 82 games. so yeah, We're, <laughs> it's, uh, we're not even halfway through the season yeah. yet. Um, but as of right now, everything looks good. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for hockey. Anything else for you?
0: Uh, for hockey? No. I got nothing else going on <sighs> for hockey right now.
1: All right. Uh, update to you guys. Uh, Travis Kelsey just got a touchdown. Um, so this is now tying the game 28-28. Uh, they Assuming they the make extra the extra point. <laughs> um, but now if they're going to If I get play... my
0: asshole waxed because Harrison Bucker missed an extra yeah. point. I swear to God, Kyle.
1: Like after this week, me and uh, Tim jump up a bunch. If I
0: I lose by one game. If you
1: lose by one game, you're going to look at this one and go, I picked against my team. And
0: then Harrison Bucker missed. All right. All important extra point. Anyways. Butcher
1: would just make the perfect way to have you be the one to lose that. But yeah, that'd be interesting. So and it is good. So, yeah, we're good. Uh, minute sixteen left. The ball's gonna go into Herbert's hands. Two timeouts. Uh, let's saying. see if he can uh, drive it down. Yeah, two timeouts, dude. That's actually. And
0: he's been throwing the long ball. Great yes, he game. has. Anyways, um, so good chance. Anyway, yeah. Um. So now UFC. Oh yes, huge huge card. Uh.
1: Wow. We'll talking about it. Um. Were you watching the early prelim and prelims or no?
0: Just the prelims. Okay. okay. So, I, I started watching when Ty Tuivasa's fight happened.
1: Okay. So I only called out a couple of the uh, um, early prelim fights. Ryan Hall, my man, uh, beat Derek Minner in a – I mean, dominated him the entire round or sorry, entire fight, uh, but couldn't finish him, which made me very disappointed because Ryan Hall was all over him the entire time but couldn't get a single submission. And I told you guys about Miranda Maverick and Aaron Blanchfield. I don't remember who I said was going to win this one. I said Miranda, I remember Miranda Maverick was looking very good, but Aaron Blanchfield coming in, 8-1. and one. Uh, She's the one that took it in the unanimous decision, won all three rounds by all
0: three judges. Yes.
1: They're going to those prelims. Um, I mean, yeah, cool, dude. Bruno Silva knocked out Jordan Wright. Cool. No one fucking cares. Tai Tuivasa.
0: Dude, how do you not love Tai mm-hmm. Tuivasa? Like, there's no way you can tell me you don't love Tai Tuivasa.
1: So, I was, t- I was at the wedding, right? I'm watching all these fights at the wedding. We had the early prelims prelims, and, um, obviously, the main card on. And, you know, there's a guy there that, you know, we met for the first time. You know, he was a cool guy, so we were talking to him. And uh, he doesn't really watch too much of this. He's like, yeah, you know, I've seen it with, you know, when people, other people have watched it. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy, legend. He's like, oh, well, you know, what's so fancy about this guy? <clears throat> I'm like, oh, just wait, dude. He's going to win this fight, and then he's going to do his shuey. And he goes, what's a shuey? And I go... Oh, you'll shit. see. I, I go. You'll see. Which, by the way, disgusting knockout. It was
0: nasty. Oh my god,
1: dude! Like the one when he knocked out uh, Hardy. That was like a one of those just ducking. Like I, I'm pretty sure it was an overhand it or was whatever overhand, it was.
0: And it was also like and I'm just, getting beat and right pl- now. I got
1: landed. Yeah, and he was getting rocked and just landed. Dude, this one he was dominating Augusto and just fucking was lighting him up. Landed so many, and the dude was fucking cold out. So amazing to watch, and then obviously, the boy does a shoey.
0: Oh, and, uh, absolutely! Like,
1: and what do we? Because like that was the thing. Was like, oh, I was like, oh, out. I was like, get ready right for this, and he goes, oh, so now I'm gonna see a shoey, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like, there's no way he's not gonna do it, and then he immediately goes, no way, and I go, what? And like, I, you know, I was looking around, I look back down. And just shows a bunch of fans with beers and shoes, like holding yeah. up. And he goes, "That's not a shoey." I go, "Bro, that's a shoey." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh hell yeah, dude!" So he starts doing shoeies, and um, yeah, dude. So it's it's somebody that doesn't even really watch this sport goes, "Well, I'm a fucking a Thai fan, dude, for
0: sure." Yeah, easily. Yeah, no, it was it was great watching him win that fight. Um, that, that was the fight that started me off going, "Ooh, this card tonight!" Like that's the fight that made me think about it because I was like he got tied to Ivasa this far on the prelims and he was just on a main card and got a electric knockout.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Also fuck Greg Hardy. He's on a, he's on the main event on Saturday. He's on the main card. Oh, is he? Yeah. F- fuck Greg it. Hardy. Yeah. dude. I'll be um, again. But yeah. And I, I, I saw the knockout and I started running around my apartment. I texted you guys. I was like, I just like yelling someone get that man a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> and Brittany was on like FaceTime with her friend getting ready to go out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And I was like, they probably think I'm like <laughs> yeah. the weirdest fucking guy.
1: <laughs> hey, dude. Fuck them. They don't know what tie two of us is all about.
0: Yeah, and so um, he, yeah, he did that and then we <clears throat> move in. But
1: uh next fight, Dominic Cruz, dude, I'll be I'll be legit. I didn't even know he was really still fighting.
0: Same. He was doing like, like, he was like, doing he, commentary. Like yeah,
1: yeah, he he fought like eight months ago and then I saw him doing commentary. So I thought I was like, Oh, was that his last fight? He's still fighting again and he won. Unanimous decision. I mean, dude's twenty four. He got three.
0: rocked early on too. Yes. And he bought yes, through it, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I like Dominic Cruz a lot
1: now." Yo, yeah, yeah, I, I I like him, dude. Um, he, he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Like, I don't, I, I can't remember if it was him or not, but I, I don't think Tim likes him. But I, but it could be somebody else. Anyway, either way. Um, and then Josh Emmett, yeah, beat Dan. Then we get to the main card, Sean O'Malley. Oh, uh, I would say what
0: we expected. Man. I um, love Sean O'Malley so much. So my friend was
1: like picking him apart the entire time. Like, dude, he's just standing right in front of him. Which, like, it, it's fair. Like, that's like, if how we're looking fights. at it. You're standing right in front of him. You're not moving around. He's fighting d- damn near no ones, right? He's fighting people that aren't ranked. He's fighting people that aren't Biden his time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't know if it was you or yeah. if it was a different conversations have. Um, you know, but someone's like, yeah, you know, I, I think he's just kind of working out the kinks to really, really, uh, you know, find his way and perfect it before he tries to move in and start killing people. But I think he can just go in and start doing it. I don't know if he's – he's not. I don't know. I don't know. No.
0: What I said – I think what I said to you was (laughs) that um, I think right now he's being a businessman and he understands he's still very young and he is going to take these fights against nobodies and keep getting electric knockouts uh, because no one's touching him either. If he was getting like rocked a couple times, you would be like, "Uh, okay, okay. But he's not getting touched, and he's dropping kids. Like he's dropping dudes left and right. And that's what I kept telling my my, uh,
1: my buddy too. Is he's like, hey, just keep standing right in front of him. He's like, he's, like, he's not, he's, he's no movement. And I'm like, all right, but he's still not getting hit. Yeah. You know, he still wasn't getting touched, even with just standing right in front of the guy. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. Know. He's, he's a good one. Yeah, it was a great, great, great knockout. Um, and then obviously. I think he's just waiting his his weight class right now. He would have no chance if he if he tried to fight any of those top guys. Yeah, because he he's a bantamweight. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he but he's gonna fight fucking Yan. He's gonna fight even Aljo. He probably would get beat by Aljo. Like, the, I, would, I, I I would
1: like to see O'Malley and Aljo go. Yeah,
0: but it, it's one of those things where he hasn't had those fights that he's tested himself yet. Yeah. So I don't think he'd have. I think he'd probably go in with too much <laughs> cockiness. And, I do. I think
1: he'd have a massive reach advantage over Piotr Yan too. Yeah, but and like that dude's boxing specifically, so I, I would be, that would be I a would huge be scared. I would
0: be scared, alley, but dude. yeah, it, it, it's it. He's gonna get there eventually, I think. Um, he's just working his way there, so um, I'll have to see uh, where he goes from there. But the next fight um, was well, uh, I was really happy about.
1: Yeah, Kaikara France versus Cody Liddell. That's what I'm gonna call him. Yeah, fuck uh, him. This dude has a chin that is now made of glass. Uh, which I'm okay seeing. I think he's a cocky asshole.
0: Um, you know, I don't know. I feel bad saying I hope that he's, you know his career is ruined, but um, no, I just hope he's he's had a long enough. Well, he's only fought 17 times, really. And
1: I want to see him get knocked out every single time.
0: I feel like he's been in the mind of like, like, or in the face of UFC I'm, for so many. Years. I'm honestly surprised with that one as well. But he was on the
1: you know he he started on the Ultimate Fighter season with uh, Uriah Faber and Conor McGregor, mm. and. I mean, dude, he was a fucking hothead and it was like, Oh cool, dude, yeah, I'm all about this guy. Like, you know, he, he was the one trying to fight McGregor and shit. It was like, Oh yeah, 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 you know, he's cool and then I don't know, he just he just started getting into her. It was he was too cocky for him not producing. And that's when I started not liking him. But I mean, I don't know, dude, that's just it's part of your mind. You know, you have to go into it. You know, you can't just change up. You look at McGregor. He changed up and he lost to Poirier.
0: <laughs> Got knocked the fuck out.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, and then the next next one. Yeah, I mean... No one cares. Yeah, Jeff smothered him the whole time. Uh it, We all picked Santiago, at least me and you did. I think Tim did as well. Yeah, I don't we know. didn't really ask, but um, fuck, but Santiago, his, fuck dude, you, Santiago. Fuck you, dude. He got hit in the balls, I think, like three times and got poked in the eye and something else happened. And he just kept crying and crying and crying and crying. I was like, dude, suck it up, dude. Like, there was one that I'm pretty sure was just stomach. And he's like, oh, oh, balls. I don't know. He looked like a bit, uh, little pussy to me. Yeah, I agree. Obviously the biggest okay. upset of
0: the of the year. So let's talk about why I didn't get to watch this fight.
1: Oh so, yeah, yeah, guys, get ready for so this one. Logan I, is he I was so mad.
0: I was sitting around at so here's my timeline of events, right? So I'm watching I watch the, the prelims and I'm watching and I switch over to like a stream of the main card. And I'm watching Sean O'Malley walk out and it's lagging every like thirty seconds. So oh, I'm like, no. all right. I'm going to bite this one. I, I don't have a super box. I'm not over <laughs> at Kyle's. I'm buying the pay-per-view. Bought the pay-per-view. Great quality. I'm like, cool, great. Watch Sean O'Malley get his knockout. Awesome. <laughs> Watch Kai Kara France get his knockout. Awesome. At, right after that knockout, Brittany's friend shows up. They're going to go do the Santa crawl. And I'm like, it's pretty good timing. I'm like, it's great timing. Yeah. You guys finish getting ready. Take like five, ten minutes. Finish getting ready. We'll go downtown. I'll drop you guys off. I'll miss the Jeff Neal fight. I don't care. Yeah. I will order food, <clears throat> drop you off, go get my food, come back here, watch the two main events.
1: Thirty-five minutes. Clutch. I'm like, this is
0: great. That fight went the distance too, so I was like, oh, it's this is it would have worked out perfectly, right? Wrong. you be so wrong. <laughs> You'd be so fucking wrong because I sat on the edge of my couch. <laughs> Watching this while Brittany and her friend just took a few shots and talked and took Instagram pictures, and that was it. And they didn't do anything else. And I and I was just sitting there. And then Brittany goes, "Oh, you ready to leave?" As Nunez and Pena are touching gloves, <laughs> oh. and I was like, "Yep, let's oh, go."
1: No, and you
0: bought the pay- <laughs> I bought the fucking pay per view. <laughs> drive around they have no idea where to go they don't even know where they want to start so we're driving around and i'm like i'll just drop you guys off where all the santas are and you guys just jump in and do your thing no they're like they're like where should we start <laughs> Brittany texts her dad and he was like oh we used to start at louis bass corner on fourth street oh, and i'm all like way by the bus station. and i'm like you want me to start all the <laughs> way back there i drive up there and so i set a, a for maps I set it to there and I'm like I'm just going to take 4th street <clears throat> all the way down there maps is like take 4th street turn on keystone get on the freeway get off on wells go up to 4th street oh you missed the exit go on <laughs> 2nd street Go, and it takes me all this time oh, I finally get no. down there and it's dead over by louis corner obviously <coughs> and so they're like uh, let's go like this way I drive all around I end up at the fucking sands I park at the sands pull out my phone and immediately get the update Of fucking Uh, Juliana Pena with a rear naked (laughs) choke over Manny Nunes.
1: In the second round, too.
0: I was heated. And then they sat in my car. Well, it was Brittany's car. But they sat in the car for another, like, five minutes. And I was like...
1: So if it makes you feel any better, I missed the fight as well. So we're at the wedding and everything like that. I see uh, Daniel the groom. I see his dad start cleaning up. Mm -hmm. And this was, like, towards the end of the Jeff fight. I didn't see the end of the Jeff fight. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, you need help? And he goes, yeah, yeah. You know, like let's just clear off all the tables. You know, there's like 25 tables, like 30 tables, right? So nothing crazy. We start dumbing out, and he was like, oh, yeah, can, you know, can you run the trash? And then I'm like, yeah, cool. And then I come back, I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Like, watch the fight. Fights, you know, we seemed him like walking out and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. And I see him over there taking out the trash. And I'm like, fuck. Like, dude, his dad's like 60 something. I'm like, Yeah,
0: oh. I get you. You're a good guy. All right.
1: I was like, hey, <clears throat> let me take that out for you. So I'm running out the trash. And then before you know it, dude, I literally don't even remember about the fight. And I'm I'm going I'm going upstairs and doing their tables, like I'm folding all the chairs and everything. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit, the fight!" I was like, "Bashoy, Bashoy, no yes, no yes." So he's like, "All right." So he he was the one that had the stream. So he pulls up the stream, and I get a text from a random number. It says, "Whoa, did you see that?" And I was like, "No way." And so we're seeing we right when he turns it on, it's highlights of them boxing. I'm like, "Bro, I think she gets knocked out." And then Nunez gets clocked. And like, you know, like, you know, now they start ground pounding whatever. And I was like, no way. And then it gets on the back and I was like, bro, she tapped me. And he goes, no, no. And then just fucking Pena gets it, sinks it in, gets under the chin and just cranks it. And dude, I don't like Juliana Pena. No, I don't. I didn't like her ultimate fighter. I just don't like her. And even Amanda was like, why don't you like her? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't like her on the season, but I have this weird hatred That is way more than just a season. And I can't remember what happened that made me hate her. But I don't like her. And so I was like, dude, you know what? Yeah, Nunez has to lose at some point. But I did not want it to be to Juliana Pena. But I hit my outlandish. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, very <coughs> large, outlandish. Um, and I mean, I would give props to Juliana Pena for literally predicting how the fight was going to happen. She said, "Like Amanda Nunes doesn't <laughs> want to fight me because I will give her the fight she doesn't want. Like I will make it a dirty fight the entire time."
1: That is the number. I didn't. Even, I didn't even hear that part. She
0: didn't say dirty, but she. You know what I mean by I say well, dirty, no, no, right? no, no,
1: no, no. You so you said it, and to me, that is the key word. Yeah, because that's one thing about Pena that I have to give her credit for. Is bro, she's a badass. Yep. Like she doesn't quit. She, she will get in there and scrap. She's good on the ground, and it just didn't look like. I'm not even gonna give it to her. It didn't even. It did not look like a man in Nunez to me.
0: No, it didn't. You know,
1: she was getting out struck. She was getting out wrestled. She was getting out jiu I mean, the rematch <clears throat> will be there. I mean, I've seen already so many things of. Oh, she threw the fight so she can get a big payday for a rematch. It's gonna be a trilogy. You know. Yeah, and, and and there will be because she's going to win the second Yeah, fight. there's no way she loses too. And I mean, <clears throat> you got to think, right, Amanda Nunez, yeah, she gets money, but she's getting like, you know, these little fights that nobody wants to see and she's not getting the main card, you know, the the number one main fight. So, you know, I can see the argument of like, oh yeah, she threw it so she could get this rematch, make way bigger money cuz that's going to be a headline. Yeah. And then the trilogy is going to be a headline. I just I just don't see that happening. I don't think she would do that. Yeah. You know. Um, but obviously yeah, like we said, I in my opinion, biggest upset of the year. Now we'll go on to the next fight, which uh, wasn't
0: an upset. It wasn't an upset, but I'll, uh, a little bit more. So I, I thought I ordered food before I left the apartment. Um, and then I got to the Sands and they got out of the car. And then I realized I didn't pay for it. So then I couldn't even get my food before the fight. Uh, so then I had to go straight home. And, and I was like, all right, I'm going to just order the food now. And then just watch the fight and go pick it up. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not missing the oh, fucking yeah. fight. I'm glad I did because it ended <laughs> early, which I kind of figured it would. But. Wow. Yeah. It was. Wow. So my thing is that Dustin Poirier looked so fucking good in the first round. He did. He did, but. He, those, he could those, have won it in the first round. Those
1: disgusting body shots. Those knees. That Alvarez landed in the first round. Towards the, I, don't know, I think it was like the end of it, I think is what did it. Yes. And put the damage on him because after that he came out in the second round, got taken down almost immediately, and was smothered the entire
0: round on his back too. And yeah, like and was so and he kept him there. <clears throat> that was the crazy thing. He didn't try to scramble at all. He. That's what I didn't understand. I
1: was like, all right, you know, maybe that was five minutes of him trying to take a breather, you know, because when you're playing that position, yeah, you're using your arms and stuff. And you're using your legs.
0: The guy on top's working. You know? Though.
1: Yeah. You know? Especially, and dude, and Alvaro was,
0: was landing working.
1: nasty elbows.
0: Yeah, he was working. Like,
1: every 35 seconds, he would land a
0: dynamite elbow. But it never opened <clears> him up.
1: No. Never opened him up. And then, he just looked gassed, though. And then the third round, he looked very gassed. And Alvaro surprised everyone.
0: God damn it. Last All right. That Kelsey for the touchdown. Well, I'll take the win for picks. Uh, but that does hurt. That does hurt me in my soul.
1: All right. So one up on Tim. Okay. That that hurts. Um,
0: Deep in in my soul. That hurts.
1: Hey, I thought it was gonna be a blowout.
0: I did too. Honestly. Um, So a little bit of a comeback win for them. Kudos to them. Um, Whoa. Who is this old man with three like dynamite fucking tens around him? Whoa. Is that the owner? (laughs) It got to be the owner, dude. Dude, He's having, he's having time (laughs) in his life right now. In LA? He probably just met those chicks on Tinder. (laughs) Yeah, no, he definitely
1: just met them. God. Anyways. Um, um, But yeah, dude, And then got the standing rear naked. Crazy that both titles were decided on rear rear naked. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Standing?
0: Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't watch a lot of or nearly as much UFC and MMA as you. If someone jumped on my back, I would just immediately jump off my feet and land on my back.
1: So, okay, so (laughs) I, I, I I, I say it all the time, but the thing is is if you do it, you're done.
0: Yeah, cuz if they have if your they back. don't
1: get off, if it doesn't affect them, you're done. Cuz now you're on the ground and they're on your back. With that, you're hoping to shake them off cuz dude, that like say say that round would have ended. Start of the fourth round, Alvarez's legs would have been shot. Yeah, Cuz he's, he's holding himself yeah, up that's fair. with just his legs. He's not using his arms really as much. He's trying to to, you know, he's use he's working his hands and trying to choke him out. Well, his legs are what's keeping him up. Yeah. And so his legs would be shot. So it's like, I understand it. You know, be have to think of how many more rear nakeds are done on the on the ground than standing.
0: And to know? be fair as well, the first, like, I think it took him like three attempts to really get it in. Yeah. The first, like, two, they, they like, the commentators were all saying, like, oh, it's in there. And I was like, no, you can see yeah, it. Yeah, you can see it. It's oh, yeah, still yeah. down. Yeah. And then the last, and then the next, you could see very clearly when he got it under, because you could see like the slight arm position Dude, move, and you go, oh, "Okay." I over. didn't
1: think Poirier was gonna tap.
0: Just I thought he, I thought
1: he was just gonna pass out. And he tapped, and but I mean, the second he got on his back, me and my buddy were like, "Oh, that's done. Like that's that's it." You know, and like yeah, he, he was fighting for a while, but it was like Poirier wasn't trying to shake him off. He was just he was he was content with standing there, trying to use his hands to block him. That was it. He wasn't trying to push his legs off. He wasn't trying to shake him off. He wasn't trying to go upside down. Nothing. He just, I don't, it looked weird to me. Yeah, no. Poirier looked weird to me. And the biggest headline after that is uh, he pretty much said that he thinks he's done with that weight class. He said the cut was too hard, which would put him at welterweight. And I think Poirier and Usman would be a pretty good fight. Yeah,
0: I think so. I mean, I would love to see that. It would Poirier be ni- Covington. It would be nice... It would really be nice to see Usman fight <coughs> someone else. Like someone... Yeah,
1: because he's just going to keep ramping up and beating the same fucking three or four people. But now... Does Usman cut weight and fight Olvera?
0: If I was him, I would not. Charles Olvera scares me.
1: <laughs> dude, first off, his face scares the shit out of me. Yes. Um, but two... this is That's what I was saying, dude. I didn't know who to pick on this one. I wanted Dustin Poirier. And I, I, I... I think he should have won it, but Olvera's sneaky good, sneaky scary. So I don't know. So that wraps up UFC.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, the other thing with Olvera that scares me is that <coughs> Khabib is the one that said like he's next, like that's the guy who's going to take it after I get, and I'm, after I'm gone. And I was like, Hmm, when I, I heard that all throughout the pay-per-view and Cormier was saying it obviously, cause he was so close with the or is so close with the so when he they were talking about it, was like, "Yeah, he, he, he was saying Olivera's got next," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, then he's got next for yeah. a long time." <laughs> That's <coughs> that, that is, that is frighteningly scary. So,
1: um, other than that, real quick, uh, golf we got like the PNC Championship, Tiger Woods in it playing with Charlie. Hey,
0: there you go.
1: Yeah, so Tiger Woods, man, he's back. He's swinging. He's playing this weekend. Yeah. I think it's, is this weekend. Or is it later? I can't. I can't remember. It's probably it was. this weekend. If they're it talking about it. It's probably this weekend. Yeah, I thought it was this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, is Tiger going to be good?
0: I I doubt it. No, but did you see them talking about? Um, or they showed Tiger uh, video side by side of Tiger yeah, and Charlie. Yeah, dude, that
1: was a beautiful video. And, and he was video. like, he
0: was like, two things that stood out to me are like. I forgot what it was. The
1: the, the club twirl. Yeah, and he was like, and the
0: the timing of the tee pickup. Yeah, Because it's identical from when they hit the ball off the tee to when they bend down and pick it up. And they do it the same way. And it's like, just watching that makes me want to have a son so bad. Because I'm like, I want a (laughs) mini-me that does everything I do.
1: And it won't be my golf swing that he's imitating.
0: No. But I'll make sure there's something. He's going to imitate something.
1: (laughs) That he imitates where it's just... It's just, but yeah, it's so beautiful to watch. Yeah, man. it but really is. Tiger, I mean, yeah, he's had his things, but yeah, dude, he's, he's good, man. Yes. He's a good guy. Um, and then Formula One Racing. Ooh. Right?
0: Sports news you did not
1: know that he's you care about.
0: Very controversial.
1: <clears throat> yes. Okay. I'm glad you know about it. Um, so Verstappen.
0: Max Verstappen.
1: Wins the F1 trophy. Um, he, he, he's the greatest in the world, technically, by mm-hmm. winning this trophy. Because he upset Louis Hamilton. Louis Hamilton was—I think he's tied for seven of them. He's had, he's won it seven times. Yeah. He was hoping to get the eighth one to be the all-time great. Because um, he's tied with some other dude. I can't remember his name, but he has way more wins.
0: So if he had <sighs> that extra one, Louis Hamilton wins like every single fucking yeah, race.
1: Like he he is the greatest F one racer in all time. But. Here's the thing. You talked about it. There's a big controversy on this, um, and, you know, Hamilton is trying to fight it. I, I haven't seen it be resolved yet. No. Um, so I don't know. They're filing an appeal, um, Team Mercedes, um, to try and take this win away from Verstappen. I hope it doesn't just because you don't want to see um, an F1 trophy go away in a courtroom. Yeah. You know, I think that'd be rough.
0: But Imagine so- any other, like, sporting event ending <clears throat> like that. Yeah. Where it's like a missed call or something like that. And it's like, well, we already had the whole celebration. We already gave the guys their trophy uh, and they celebrated and everything. Let's go ahead and uh, run it back, though. And in a week, we'll go ahead and take it away from them and then give it to the other guy. Yeah. Like, no. It's
1: just not fair. Um, and, I mean, Verstappen didn't break any rules. So, guess, okay, so for, for those of you guys who don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong because you know, I'm not an expert in this. Um, but F1 is a very uh, intricate sport. They have a lot of rules and you know, regulations and yada, yada, yada. So there was a crash with about 10 laps left, 5 laps left, something like that. <clears throat> when there's a crash, you have the lead car that's going around you know, and making sure that everyone's going at the same speed to calm down, to ensure safety so nice. you know, you're not hitting another car, no one's getting hit, yada, yada, yada. To Make it safe. But those laps count. So as those laps were going... I think it brought it down to like five laps left. Louis Hamilton was in first. Okay? Now, when you're in this situation, you can pull off and go do a little pit stop and get your tires refreshed and yada, yada, yada. Louis Hamilton could not do that because he was in first. And if this crash would have lasted to where they ended up finishing all their laps, he was in first place. So if they did it to where they were no longer really competing and they were stuck in this cycle of the crash car leading them, he would win. So he can't give up his first place. Well, Verstappen went, well, I can take that risk. So he went off and he got his new tires put on, which again, for those of you guys that don't know, newer tires mean you can go faster. That's pretty much what that means. You got more control. More grip. Yeah, you got more grip. You got more speed. So, and he was able to do it with everyone going at a slow speed. So he didn't really lose any time as much. You know, if you're going at a normal way and probably lost like half a lap. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was where you got other cars. You know, like, like normally, if it's not like during like the crash course or whatever, you know, you got cars that are going, fucking, what, how fast do they go? Hundreds.
0: F f F1's way like, faster. I want to
1: say 200.
0: Two I, I don't know. I, it, I feel
1: like that might sound too high, but I think it's like going yeah, 200 or 180 or something. I don't know. Um, But you lose a lot of ground and a lot of time by doing it during that time.
0: There's a reason why pit stops are so <clears throat> fast.
1: Yes. I mean, they, you, you can get your all four tires taken, get your gas reloaded in like 10 seconds. It, it, it's, it's unrealistic how fast they can do it. So, boom, Verstappen gets back on there with losing little to no time. And now, since his car is more souped up and ready to go, he was able to pass Louis Hamilton after they gave the flag to start racing again. And he got the first place win. Now, Louis Hamilton and his team are filing some type of um, appeal to say, hey, that's not fair. Well.
0: There's the rules, bud.
1: I mean, yeah, dude. He didn't break any rules. It's like, yeah, that does believe me. That's an absolute shit situation for yeah. him to
0: be in. And you can talk about it and say, like, oh, it's cheap or whatever you want to use to describe it. But you lost. Yeah, you lost. I, I mean, you got to take it. And listen, dude, you're you're gonna win plenty more. Yeah. Like it's not. It really shouldn't be that big of a fucking deal.
1: Yeah, and that yeah that's the thing. You're the greatest driver in the world, so quit being a pussy.
0: He literally got knighted yesterday.
1: I didn't even see for that. his
0: contributions to the sport of F1. And I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, Christ. to be fair, he has made F1 way more prominent. <laughs> I was like, he is F1. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude.
1: Um, so I mean, I, it was pretty, pretty controversial. I, I wasn't expecting it to be something as uh intricate as as what it was. Yeah. And when I heard about it, you know, I dug more into it and it was very pretty technical, crazy.
0: Very technical.
1: Yeah. Um, but that's all I've got for sports news. I mean, that yeah. was a big one, guys. Yeah, we covered funny, a yeah. lot of ground that we haven't talked about in a few weeks. Um, next week I do want to talk about MLB in the lockout. Yep. We haven't talked about that, yep. but that's fair. yeah.
0: Other than that, you got anything else, my man? I don't have anything else. I think it is a good time to get into segments. Perfect. What do you have for booms and busts?
1: Um, I've got four busts. I hate everyone. So Ooh. I've got four busts.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got four booms. No way! Yeah, I was I was on like three and one, but I had an extra one. I'm going to go four booms. I was
1: on three and one, and I was like, I'm going to go four booms. Uh, let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Hey, well, you just shoot off all four of your it, booms.
0: No, no, no. We'll just go back and forth the boom oh, and bust. Oh, yeah,
1: boom and bust. All right, perfect.
0: Okay. All right. So my first boom is Kenny Pickett. Okay. Um. So quarterback at Pitt. He's uh, made an electric play in the ACC championship game with his fake slide. Oh. Fake yeah. slide. Ran at like 53 yards for a touchdown. The NCAA, Banned that move. Yep. I was about to <laughs> say. <Hey. laughs> um, he broke the game. <laughs> he broke the game and busted out a move that the, that the NCAA was like, okay, that's not fair. <laughs> you can't do that. So we're going to just, if you try to do that now, it's a penalty. Uh, but he got his in before they changed the rule. So booming to you for making them actually have to address it.
1: Okay, absolutely booming um, because that was something that I didn't know was allowed to do. Um, the reason why is because talking to a lot of sports people, you get killed. Well, yeah. So, like, you know, talking to sports people and stuff like that, right? So, I've never really worked with people. A lot of them really loved or talked about sports. Yeah. A couple here and there. Now, I work for a news station, so a lot of people watch sports because we have to follow sports. And they sell sports and yada, yada, yada. Um, That was one of the things We're like, well, I don't get why it's being banned. Like, that was just a nice, like, little fake out. I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like, you know, defenses have to let up because if they're sliding, they can get cracked. You know, and they can't do that. It's a penalty. So, when you pretend to go down safely... And then don't now people that are actually sliding are gonna get lit up.
0: Yeah, because you never get really absolutely know.
1: Absolutely cracked. So I loved it, dude. That was yeah. That was such a dynamite. Little he he
0: got away with it one time.
1: Yeah, dude. I loved it. I loved. I it.
0: love this the toe drag slide. <coughs> it was so it was yeah, so like, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. All right, my first bus is me mean myself twice. Nice, nice. Um. Nice. I didn't tell you guys about this. It was like weeks ago. Chad's gonna like this. Um. So one day I'm you know I'm I'm driving. See UPS truck see Chad get out. I'm like, oh, my man, right? And I see him get back in the truck. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, bam bam bam, 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 I'm like, yeah. He looks hella confused. I'm like, he knows what my car is, right? So I call him. I'm like, hey, man. I was like, you want faster right now? He's like, no. I'm like, North Reno. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. I was like, well, I just confused a shit out of some UPS guy. He starts dying laughing. I was like, all right, man, we'll drive safe. I got to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucks <laughs> your problem, Chad. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, that was Craig. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, dude. Well, uh,
1: yeah, I forgot to tell you guys about that. Um, but still, with me, um, my work. Right, I told you about the twelve weeks of giving and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they gave us all a fifty dollars online gift card for voucher. Right, so you do it, and then you get to pick which, like, where you want to go. Oh, in, interesting. Right? That's so I was like,
0: that's bro. honestly so cool.
1: No, I love it because I was like, you know what, man? I saw P F Chang's. I like P F Chang's. I love it, but I was like, you know what? It's very white. Yeah, like, it sounds good. Amanda hates it. So yeah. I was like, ah, I can't get it then. You know, it's all B dubs. I was like, ah, can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. So I was like, you know what, dude? I can't remember the last time me and Amanda have gone out to a movie and dinner, right? Like a little movie date night. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. So I did thirty bucks on AMC, twenty bucks on um, Macaroni Grill. Ah, there right. Because we have a ten dollar gift card that we haven't used either yet. So there you go. Thirty bucks, thirty bucks, perfect. Um, it occurred to me today: there's no AMC's in Reno. Oh, Cl- closest one is at Manteca, like 175 miles away.
0: Oh, I didn't even realize. That. Yeah.
1: So bus to Kyle. Um, I could have sworn the one on the river um, downtown was an AMC, but it's a century link.
0: They're all, yeah, they're all century Links. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm uh, currently in uh, customer sport um, to file a complaint. You have, or like a, like a ticket. Yeah. You have to put the four numbers on the code. You can't do that unless you open it up. So I opened it up and they said, Ooh, we don't usually uh, re- like uh, switch these out. If someone's opened them, I'm like, well, I had to do it. Yeah, he, and he goes, well, we'll let you know in a few days. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, boom to me for not, or sorry, bust to me for not fucking acknowledging what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm mad. Okay.
0: That's fair. Uh, my second boom <clears throat> is going to be J.R. Smith. Uh, we talked about it yeah, a little while ago uh, with him in his golf comeback in college, right? And he got stung by bees um, or wasps, I think it was. Yeah, wasps. <laughs> um, he just finished his first <clears throat> semester with a nice little 4.0. So, booming to you, J.R. Smith, getting back in the college game at, like, 36 and getting a nice 4.0.
1: Absolutely booming. Way, way to go, my man. <coughs> All right, my first, uh, sorry, second bus, Henry Ruggs. Um, so, don't know if you heard. Oh, yeah. Coroners have discovered that the woman Ruggs had hit that night, died from thermal injuries. Um, he made a woman die from burning alive. Yeah. Um, one of the most horrific ways to die. Um, technically, you know, your nerves get burnt after like four seconds, five seconds. So apparently, it's not supposed to be painful. That doesn't change that it's still the most horrific, one of the most horrific yeah, ways to go. Out. Easily. Um, she burned alive. Um,. Just absolutely terrible. You're a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. I also saw uh, more of a bust on him is that this was like weeks ago when it like initially happened is that his like legal team was trying to like get him less of a sentence because they said that like the fire department took too long to get there. And I'm like, so you're trying to blame her death on the fire department? That's what we're doing here. I understand it's your job as like a defense attorney to like find a way to to try to get him. Anything you can. (laughs) But you're a piece of shit, man. Yeah. Just a you should do nothing ever again. No. Professionally. Yeah. I completely agree. All right. Uh my my third boom (coughs) is Peyton Manning. So Peyton Manning recently became a ratings adjuster for Madden. Any guesses to what the first thing he did was when he got access to ratings? (laughs) Put himself to 99. No, I put Brady to a 44.
1: Oh, (laughs) I thought you were going to say Eli. No,
0: put Tom Brady to a 44. (laughs) I didn't even know the ratings went that low. (laughs) He was like, oh, I get access to this? Absolutely, I know what I'm doing.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, what a better person, though, to put... Put in charge of like actually yeah being able to break down someone's talent and give them a good rating. It's
0: all it's all a joke. They don't actually like the ratings adjusters <clears is> bullshit. <throat> they do it for like little YouTube videos or little like Twitter videos oh, where it's like it. we went out to so and so's training camp and asked Tyree Kill to kick a couple field goals so we could bump his kick power up. And it's like why why do I <laughs> care about this? <laughs> okay i love that yeah so that, that's all they I do That's all they do they don't actually go in and adjust ratings. oh i thought i thought
1: you were saying he was like actually like for Madden. no the old, like,
0: the ratings adjusters are like chad johnson or chad otracinco oh, and like peyton manning and it's like okay yeah that, okay, it's not like okay. actual like yeah
1: all right fair enough all right <clears throat> my third bust Tyreek hill Leads the league in most drop passes that result in interceptions. Yeah. Chiefs lead the league with five, three coming from Tyreek Hill. Yeah, geez. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mean, you've always had pretty good hands. um, But that also contributes to some of their losses. So, Tyreek Hill, man, just just catch the ball, man. That's all you got to do.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Didn't affect them tonight, but that's fair. Uh, True. My fourth and final boom is going to be Deion Sanders. Okay. I imagine that you did not see this because um, it's no. more of my niche world. I did. Okay. I, I did see okay. it, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> so Deion, Deion Sanders took over the Jackson State job. It's an HBCU. Um, so it's smaller schools, Division three. But he, ever since he took over the job, he has been offering all the top players in the country. He got a four-star kid to commit last year. Um, and... Signing day was yesterday mm. and it's a big day for college football. Uh, college football in particular. It usually doesn't happen with college basketball. But for college football in particular, you get a lot of kids signing their letter of intent, which means I am going to this school. You can verbally commit and decommit all you want. When you sign that letter of intent, that's where you're going. And the number one player in the country, or number two, depending on who you ask, uh, was committed to Florida State. He's been committed for months. On signing day, flips his commitment to Deion Sanders and Jackson State. It is the highest ranked player, obviously, to ever sign at an HBCU for uh, that <clears throat> school in particular. It it sets a huge precedent as far as maybe some other top players going to a school like this. I was talking to Brittany about it because she was like, well, what does it really mean for, like, like these guys are not still going to be playing against each other. And I was like, well, it's less so for, like, those guys, it's more so for that school. And that school, if that school starts beating the shit out of everyone they play, they're just gonna move them up divisions until mm-hmm. they're a division one team. And then more kids keep going there and then they keep getting better as a division one team. It's not for these kids. These kids are doing it for the future of what it means for the culture and what it means for the university and all that stuff. So I think this was such a big move. And I also loved how much it pissed off Florida State fans so much <laughs> so, so they all hate deon sanders for it <clears throat> and the I, most ironic part is that florida state <clears throat> turned down deon sanders as a head coach years <clears throat> ago he was like i want to be your head coach because he went there played there and they were like no we really they were like we want someone else that's gonna fuck the program over and that's exactly what they did and now the program is dog shit um wow. and they're starting to recruit a little bit better Side note, they got rid of Jimbo Fisher as their head coach. He's now at Texas A&M. They have the number one recruiting class in the country this year. So they seem to be making out pretty well here. Um, Yeah, so booming to you, Deion Sanders, uh, for making just the biggest splash in all of high school slash college football this year um, and just making uh, what I think will be a very, very, very important change to the college football landscape going forward.
1: Yeah. No, dude, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right, my uh, final bust is going to be people that take pranks too far. Yeah. Um, A bust. I mean, sometimes more than others. This one I would say is probably some of the top tier. Um, A woman in Atlanta, Georgia, has lost 90% of her vision in one eye after her brother comes on her face with his syphilis-ridden semen.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Yeah, and Atlanta, not, Georgia, not Florida. Oh, <laughs> Close to it. No, the South is so <laughs> bad.
1: Um, Yeah, everyone loves a good old sibling rivalry. No. Um, but one, I mean, coming on your sister's eye as a prank, one is, too, some would say, mm, too far. That's too far. But especially if you got syphilis. <laughs> you shouldn't be coming on anybody <laughs> yeah? with syphilis. Syphilis-ridden semen. Uh, made her lose 90% of vision in
0: one eye. I think she gets every right to murder him and there's no charges. Ah man. It's, I not, just, like, it's not like this guy is contributing to society. Like, like
1: dude, like, that's the thing. It's like this is like a real story. And I'm just thinking of like how like how mad I would be. Obviously I would
0: if my to. brother came on my face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but especially if I lost 90% of my vision in one of my eyes.
0: How do you tell that story to people? People are going to ask when you have a monocle or when you have <laughs> yeah. like an eye patch. <laughs> They're going to ask you and a then monocle. And then how do you how do you go about explaining that to people? And you have to tell them I would make up a story. I would be like, "Oh, I was born with it." it just it developed and it only affected one of my eyes like you can't tell the real story to anybody. Right,
1: Kyle, what happened, dude? You've been the fucking monopoly guy for Halloween the last 7 years in a row. You got to tell me what's up with the monocle.
0: Oh god, man. I I feel so bad for her. Yeah. No, I mean that's especially when people that do that the, her prank was probably like just like the smallest thing and everyone laughed cuz it was a l- yeah, it was yeah. a little funny and he was I put a like, habanero I'm gonna,
1: pepper in his burger. I'm going to fucking get yeah. you
0: back. And then he does this. And he's like, now who's laughing? He's like, no one, you asshole. Now you'll never see me coming. Oh,
1: oh, double pun. Double pun. I didn't even see the second one there. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, But yeah, dude, just, hey, I'm all about pranks, dude. I love pranks. No. But just don't take it too far, man. No. Amanda doesn't prank me. Because she knows I'll get her back way worse. But I'll tell you what. I ain't doing what this guy did. No. I ain't doing what this guy did. Oh,
0: God. All right. You yeah, have anything else today?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah, much that's it, like, guys, man. We, we love you. Um, we appreciate you guys always checking in. And um, yeah, you know, apologies Tim can't be here. Uh, his Wi-Fi and everything is pretty much just dog shit. So, um, you know, maybe we'll have him in here every now and then. But uh, make sure you guys check out last episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. Love you guys. Catch you guys next week.
0: Thank you guys, as always, for the support. Like Kyle said, if you haven't already watched the or listened to the um, football episode, make sure you tune in. Check in with our standing, see where we're at. It was a good week for uh, most of us here. Dude, this um,
1: week is, yeah. oh my This week God, will be interesting.
0: So make sure you see what, what our picks look like. We go over a lot of the games. Um, and like I said, thank you for the support. And we will catch you guys next week.